the Hallmarkies podcast. We're very excited today. Merry Christmas in July. We're continuing on our Christmas in July coverage by talking with author Joanna Wilson, who's been on our show before, and we're excited to have her back. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. And Joanna, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Yes. So you are the author of Tis the Season TV, uh, the, uh, the encyclopedia of all things Christmas. And and uh, so you are the queen, really the queen of Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a compliment. It's I, not Cam, just Cameron Bray. It's, it's actually Joanna Wilson. <laughs> I, I have an, a unique overview of uh, Christmas on television uh, and on yeah. film. And it's, uh, it's, I love it. It's a great job. Yeah. So we'll put a link down to our first interview with Joanna. We went over a lot of sort of the classics in that interview, you know, Rudolph and, and Charlie Brown and, and things like that. And it was a lot of fun. So I wanted to have you back. And first, I'd like to hear how, are you, how have you been doing? I've been handling this uh, quarantine and, and all that fun stuff that's been happening lately. Well, it's been a challenge. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, like everyone else, this has been a very trying time. And, and uh, at, at the same time, I'm lucky that I'm surrounded by Christmas all year round. So I have a wonderful uh, escape um, uh, during the day, during my, uh, you know, for my job to uh, uh, surround myself with Christmas on TV. Yeah, I think a lot of people have kind of looked to Christmas during this time uh, as a, a a way, a coping mechanism. Uh, you know, Hallmark re-aired uh, Christmas. They had several weekends. They were all Christmas marathons. And I've heard of people that were putting up Christmas trees back up and things like that uh, because it's just gives them something to, a way to cope with all of this. Yeah. Uh, Christmas on television is definitely, you know, a happy place. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, it lends itself well to escapist entertainment and to get away from the news for a little while, get away from some of the struggles that we're all having and uh, think about something else for uh, two hours. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, how have you been doing as far as working on uh, your new update for, uh, for your book? Thank you. Yeah, I originally, the, the Encyclopedia Tis a Season TV first came out in 2010, but I've been, you know, I've spent the last decade updating and expanding it, and I've been, you know, working at a feverish pace to get it released this year, and then this year has turned into, you know, a dumpster fire, like we right. all know. <laughs> so the book has been pushed back to next year. Um, and that just allows me to add more Christmas, uh, you know, Christmas 2020, all the entertainment that comes out this year. Um, yeah. so I'm excited. So when it finally comes out next year, 2021, it will just be even bigger. Yeah, that's going to be fascinating. It, this whole next season is going to be really interesting to watch with uh, the, the sort of the calls for more diversity, some other things that I think it would have made it feel different anyway, but, but yeah. because they are, are, have all these new rules for, uh, sh for shooting and the shoots are going to take longer and, you know, obviously they've had a later start and all of that, like, it's just going to be interesting to see what they end up coming up with, I think. 
yeah, we all need to <laughs> adjust expectations. There's yes. New, there's new things happening. Yes. Um, and, and I can say, you know, for at least as long as I've been doing uh, research and writing about Christmas entertainment, and I've been doing it for 20 years now. Right. Continues to get bigger and bigger every year. And now we've got this year. And it, just as you mentioned, now we've got all these restrictions on filming. Uh, there are all kinds of delays. Um, we were already uh, waiting to see, as you mentioned too, uh, about uh, new storylines, new characters, uh, in, with focused on inclusion and seeing people of color and African Americans um, more, and um, and maybe even more yeah. <laughs> in our Christmas TV movies. And now this. So uh, it's going to be an interesting year. This year and next year are going to be quite different, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm really, really curious to see what happens, what's, what's going to happen. Uh, and I know it's going to be a fun season, I think, to podcast about. It's going to be <laughs> hopefully a little less exhausting. <laughs> It'll be nice. Yeah, we can all catch our breath a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so did you have, uh, overall, what did you think of 2019 Christmas season? I, well, uh, just the sheer numbers. Yeah. With the Hallmark movies and Hallmark movies and mysteries, uh, 40 movies. It was exhausting. It was, and, and I, I, I realized yeah. most people aren't like you and I. Most people aren't watching all of them. Right. But um, it, it's really, really hard to uh, keep up with all of that and all the other networks that are creating Christmas TV movies. And then all the other networks that are creating variety specials and animated specials and, you know, Christmas episodes. Uh, 2019, you know, nearly broke me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was exhausting. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I can't help, but uh, I have, you know, the fact that we're going to have a diminished 2020 Christmas season. I, I, I'm excited about it. I need a, yeah. I need a fresh breath. I need to take a breath, a deep breath. And so um, I'm ready for it. At the same time, I thought that the Hallmark movies were even stronger and better um, than they were the year before or the year before. They are really um, putting out um, solid storylines and more consistent storylines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there weren't that many that I hated that were awful. I mean, and even the ones that were awful, it was more just because I thought they were boring more than like they were really, really yes. bad. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, I think the, the writing is getting stronger so even the ones that I don't necessarily connect with are right. still solid stories. Right, um, yeah. I also, I also noticed a couple of trends that I really connected with, I kind of liked. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you've already talked about these or you've, you've noticed these, um, so we'll talk about them again. Yeah, but let's I, do. I, I really liked the travel uh, destination Christmas stories. There seemed to be quite a few, now they didn't start in 2019, but they certainly peaked in 2019. Do you know uh -huh. what I'm talking about? I'm talking about like um, Christmas at the Plaza, Christmas mm. in Graceland, Christmas in Dollywood, Christmas right. in Rome. Uh, um, yeah, it was the same time next Christmas, which was in Hawaii. I don't know if you got to see that one on and, ABC. That's right. And other networks um, picked them up too. Up TV did Christmas in Paris. Lifetime mm -hmm. did Christmas in Louisiana. 
Yeah, and they had Holiday in the Wild on Netflix in Africa. Yeah, that. So you're right. That definitely uh, was Chris. I don't know if you said Christmas in Louisiana, but um, uh, but yeah, that that was true. The Christmas in Montana they had. Yes. Um. So they did kind of jump all over the place. Uh, the uh, yeah, that's true. That was kind of a nice theme. I, I I think that some of them used their 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 places better than other certainly um, yes. other did. you know some of them it could have just been anywhere uh and it's i mean dollywood they could have used dollywood more and they could have used dolly more for sure i know a lot of people were annoyed by that but uh, and and holiday in the wild i actually really liked um but i i think it could have been more christmasy it felt a little tagged on but it was it wasn't a very christmasy movie i didn't think but i liked it as a rom-com I like these destination stories because, well, they're just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And so that's always a nice hook. But there, mm-hmm. there's often, especially in like Christmas at the Plaza, which took place in New York City, and right. even Christmas in Rome, there's an mm-hmm. added layer of like romance in the destination itself. Right. I mean, Christmas in New York City, oh my goodness, there's already you know a pull at my heartstrings and then when we get the you know added fantasy romance or uh you know the conflict that's going on in that story it's just another layer of meaning and it's another layer of uh emotional connection and so and i thought that they uh did a pretty good job um creating all these uh destination stories with just uh yeah. Some, another layer of meaning to our familiar uh fantasy romances yeah i was not a big fan of christmas at the plaza but it was not i thought that part of it was strong i didn't love the casting uh particularly uh, the female lead elizabeth henstridge i thought was not very good um but i but i liked the plaza elements i thought those were good um we had uh, several entries in as far as feature films that came out last year. Uh, did you get to see Last Christmas? Yes. What do you think? I liked it. Did you like it? I would. I liked it fine until the twist, and then I hated the twist. We won't spoil it. We won't spoil it for people who haven't seen it. But I thought that twist was the worst. It was. I don't know. I thought it was so stupid. I didn't like it. <laughs> but. But I hope, I mean, I was glad to see it did well so that hopefully they'll be encouraged or did well enough to be encouraged to keep making uh, feature film Christmas movies. Uh, but um, yeah, and then we had Little Women. I loved Little Women. Yeah. It was really, really, really good. One of my favorites of the year. And I, I thought that uh, it, it took some risks tried some different things, but I, in my opinion, it paid off. I thought that it uh, did a really good job, particularly with Amy and Amy's character. I, yeah, I really liked that uh, version and interpretation. Mm-hmm. It, I think it, they took some risks and it paid off too. I really felt like, I've, and I've seen all the versions of Little Women because, mm-hmm. um, you know, they incorporate Christmas mm-hmm. in different ways and sometimes decide to leave it out <laughs> altogether. Right. But I'm familiar with all the different uh, movie versions of Little Women, and and this one is clearly uh, head and shoulders my favorite. They mm-hmm. really understand the relationship of sisters 
right. that really communicated in this uh, in a meaningful way, I felt. And it was, I, I ended up crying several times in the theater. And what, what I, and I always cry at the theater, but <laughs> what I loved was I could hear everybody else crying in the theater too. And that really just that public bonding uh, really made that experience, that movie going experience a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Even with a bunch of critics, which can be pretty stuffy crowd, uh, it uh, it was a really wonderful experience to watch it all together. And I actually got to see it with my sister, who lives in England, so that was really fun. And okay. she happened to be in town, yeah, for that. So that that was special. And did you have a favorite of the different networks, like a favorite of the of Hallmark or or uh, Lifetime, or uh, that stood out to you? Um. Wow. I know it's tough. <laughs> I usually don't think of them that way and I don't watch them in groups mm, you know, that yeah. way. Um, I, you know, uh, Netflix makes solid Christmas mm -hmm. movies. Yeah. Um, uh, I will tell you my favorite and you can say what you thought of them. My two favorites from Hallmark uh, was Christmas Town uh, with Candace Cameron Bray. I thought that one was excellent. I really liked the themes of adoption and, and community. And I thought it had a big heart whenever she would read those letters from her dad, that would get to me. Um, and then Do uh, Two Turtle Doves was my favorite on the uh, Movies and Mysteries. Yeah, uh, I thought that one was so well written, had such a heart to it. I thought the scene with the little girl when she's talking about how she doesn't know if she's allowed to feel sad, I thought was very well done. I thought the the whole scene where he actually explains why he's not going to kiss her instead of it just being a near kiss was really good. And I know I just really liked it. So those are my two favorite from Hallmark. Those are both standouts. Mm -hmm. um, from Hallmark last year, I really liked um, Right Before Christmas, mm -hmm. where the uh, female lead writes five Christmas cards to people that are important in her life. Right. And uh, her little small gesture has a big impact. And um, the, her cons the consequences of just sending out those five Christmas cards are completely unexpected. I didn't know where that one was going. And, and I, I connected with it. Uh, I really liked that one. Mm -hmm. I, also, yeah. I also liked another movie I, I actually found on Bounce TV. Uh, in 2019. It was called Grayson Family Christmas. Have you, mm -hmm. did you hear I didn't, of that? I didn't see that one, but I heard from another blogger that it was, uh, it was a good one. I have to, I have to watch it. It's one I missed. There are very few that I missed. <laughs> it, well, there were over a hundred just Christmas TV movies last year. It's easy yeah. Many of them. <laughs> this one spoke to me because um, it, the female lead is uh, an activist and an African-American woman who returns home uh, to her family in a committed relationship with a white man. And mm -hmm. her large family <laughs> has a full range of reactions to this interracial relationship. And I couldn't believe what I was watching because most, if not all, <laughs> Christmas TV movies usually avoid these sorts of conversations right? about race and about uh, cultural differences. And this movie went straight into it. It really drew upon, um, if, you know, if you're an old school movie viewer, you'll remember uh, the late 60s classic, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? And I felt like this movie really picked up that classic movie conversation about race 
mm-hmm. and, and brought it into the 21st century. And it seemed honest and authentic and it was very thoughtful. And it was taking on a complex conversation when, you know, again, most of these fantasy romances try to avoid these sorts of real life conversations. And I was really impressed with that story. And it stayed with me long after, um, you know, December was over. Um, Grace and Yeah, uh, that sounds really good. I'll have to check that out. Um, a couple starring people of color that I enjoyed last year. Uh, there's one that was, uh, it's not a big budget movie. It was on the one network called Dear Santa, I Need a Date. Um, that I actually thought was pretty funny about these two siblings that decide to try to bring a date to Christmas and because uh, their their parents are hassling them so they they would go on all these different dates and they'd have this sort of commentary uh, like it would be like hashtag disturbed or hashtag uh, drama queen or something like that in the in the commentary and uh, I, I don't know I, it made me laugh I thought it was well done and uh, they end up bringing dates and <laughs> And it finds out later that the two dates that they picked are both actually separated, married to each other, <laughs> which was funny. And, and uh, so I, I enjoyed that one. I thought that one was good. Uh, there's a, a, there was a movie on the Ion channel, A Christmas Princess, that had a biracial couple that I thought was decent. Um, and then Christmas in Louisiana uh, had a biracial couple. And I thought that one was pretty well done, well written. I liked all the couples actually in that movie. Uh, in Louisiana had uh, a lot of Southern charm. Yeah, it did. And I liked the whole boat parade. The boat parade, yeah. That was nice. That was something new I hadn't seen before. Yeah. Um, I also liked A Christmas Winter Song with Ashante. That, that one was really nice. And she did a good job, I thought, in the leading role. And... Um, her relationship with this jazz singer and I thought was I thought it was just nicely done it was a sweet little movie um with her in it and so those were some of my favorites that were a little bit diverse for the season also liked a Christmas crush I mean not a Christmas crush I also liked a Christmas wish uh the names get all (laughs) confused sometimes But I really thought this was a well-written story with this uh, little bit of magic in it. You don't get the magic much anymore these days. Um, but uh, uh, that you know, all of these these people are uh, are kind of cursed into professing their love for her, and so she starts to doubt because uh, she makes this Christmas wish, and she starts to doubt whether it's like really sincere. Or, or they're just doing it because of this this wish, and I thought that was funny and and clever, and I just I enjoyed that one a lot. And uh, so yeah, that was some of my favorites from Lifetime. Did you get to see a Christmas movie Christmas on Up Channel? Oh yes, and I saw <laughs> that as soon as it came out. I was really impressed with that. Yeah. Um. And uh, I ended up talking to a lot of people about that one um, in November and December last year. If you're a fan of Christmas movies, you'll pick up on all the ropes. <laughs> Did you like it? Oh, yes. Very yeah. much so. One of my favorites of that year. And I just, I, I just loved how I, he was, I, 
how he was just so like diligent about giving her cards and stuff and she was just like creeped out by it all like the, the, the sarcastic girl just kept making me laugh and he's, he's like no she's like no this is not okay <laughs> this is my boundaries and it, it, it made, that really made me laugh I thought it was funny well I was laughing through the whole thing too because yeah. You know, when when a movie is playing off of these familiar Christmas TV movie tropes in a yeah. Christmas TV movie, you know, I remember just like shouting at the screen, you made this for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Who else would get all this? This is just for me. I love this. This is great. It, it, yeah. um, and it seemed... Um, good natured. Good natured ribbing, I think. And this is the perfect time for this movie, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, another one that I liked, I don't know if you got to see, is a Turkey Drop on ABC Family. Did you see that one? Yes. I thought it was hilarious. I was laughing throughout. And very. I thought that they, the two leads had really good chemistry. And it's nice. Something for a younger audience that's done well is nice. And uh, I, I just, that whole scene when they're all like confessing stuff at the table, at the dinner table, I thought was really funny and uh uh uh, you know they had a great a really good cast that was a i would say a hidden gem for me of last year cheryl hines i thought was really funny in it yeah so uh and i'd like them to do more thanksgiving movies yeah there's so much potential you have all the family there you can make it so funny and there have been a couple of Chris, or pardon me, there have been a couple of Thanksgiving movies here and there, but it's still not um, a consistent um, output of those stories. I know. And I just feel like, because people have their whole families there, that's always going to cause drama. So it seems like there's, there's so much potential to be, to make charming rom-coms with Thanksgiving, but it just gets skipped over. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion. Um, did you get to see Feast of the Seven Fishes? I did. And what did you think of that? I loved it. Yeah. And I even got the book out of the library Ooh. that it was, um, uh, it was a graphic novel um, oh. that inspired um, the movie. I was so impressed with that story um, that I got the graphic novel and got a, and read that and, and really enjoyed that. And it has some recipes <laughs> in the book. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, that was, that was a lot of fun. That, that story too, I'm, that, that takes place in, and it was West Virginia, but it's sort of, um, the Ohio Valley area, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Youngstown. And I, yeah, I there before. So I connected to it, um, very personally, but it was just a charming family. Um, I understood these people. It was different, but it was familiar. Um, I really liked that. Yeah, that me too. I think it's a good one if if people are not in the mood for the rom-coms and want something a little bit different. Yes. Uh, I think it's a good one. I kind of said it felt like Dazed and Confused, but for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> for me. It yeah. seemed like something Richard Linklater might have directed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so what did you think of the three Hanukkah movies that we got last year? Hanukkah inspired uh, movies last year. Did you, did you have any thoughts about those? We had Double Holiday. We yeah. had Holiday Date. And we had, uh, I forget the name of the Lifetime one. The um, uh, uh, Something in Menorah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, it wasn't very good. That's why I don't remember. It. At least I didn't think it was very good. The yes, it's the something in Menorah. But um, I. But what do you think of that kind of effort? Yeah. Well, I love the effort. Yeah. I think the results were sort of mixed and not always strong, but I love the effort and I want to see more mm -hmm. of um, more effort to bring Hanukkah in and Jewish stories into um, our holiday stories. Uh, you know, I share my life with Jewish people and we all yeah. uh, want to see my friends and, and uh, family members in holiday stories too and respectful of their own traditions. And I know uh, story writers are capable of doing that. I just want to see um, mm -hmm. more of that. Yeah. Mistletoe and menorahs is what it was called. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that the strongest for me, at least, was, the, was Double Holiday. I thought that they spent the most time uh, really honoring Hanukkah in that movie. And her family was the main focus of the film i would say it was more of a hanukkah movie than a christmas movie it was more incidentally a christmas movie in my opinion i thought that they, they had really nice chemistry in that movie and uh that christopher flogg particularly did a great job and uh i i, I normally don't like party planning movies but i thought it was enough there was enough sort of other stuff going on uh that it made it work and i just really liked their chemistry Holiday date had its moments. Um, it, I, I mean, I normally love a fake fiance story in these, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it, it had its moments. I kind of liked the family, and I, I kind of wish that when it had been revealed that he was fake, it had been a little bit more of a big deal. Like they, I felt like they could have had. There was more comedic possibilities that were went that were left unrealized. In, in that like when the hit when her ex comes and it's it, there's sort of the big reveal I was expecting it to be a little more over the top and a little more funny um but it was it was okay I thought it was fine um but uh but yeah mistletoes and menorahs I didn't really care for the whole idea that they have to like instruct each other about Christmas and and Hanukkah yeah I mean I feel like most sensible people know about at least the bare bones of both holidays you know yeah. like you might not know how to maybe recite some of the the jewish songs involved in hanukkah but like you know what a menorah is you know like i don't know i i, I felt like it was a little much yeah that one uh so it wasn't my favorite but what are you gonna do they tried and so hopefully they keep trying yes I want to, uh, yeah, just because these aren't the strongest uh, stories doesn't mean uh, I hope they quit. I actually right. want to see more and I want to see them uh, become better and stronger. Yes. And so we had the first Christmas movies from the OWN Network yes. uh, last year. Uh, did you get to see any of those? I did. I saw all of them. Yeah. Uh, I thought that the Carol's Christmas, I thought that was the stronger one. I love A Christmas Carol. I'm a sucker for it in I almost any know. form. But yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I liked that one. Uh, the in the baking Christmas was was okay. I liked that pretty good. Um, the other one, the one they started with, one fine Christmas. I 
I didn't think that worked really very much at all. I like the diversity, but the story needed work, I think, on that one. And I hope Own continues to make Christmas movies and they make more too as mm -hmm. well. I yeah. applaud the effort. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. Um, what did you, did you see Ghosty in the Spirit of Christmas? That was a unique one from last yes. year. What do you think of that one? Um, I liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was something new. Like it, it was something fresh. It wasn't my in my like top ten of the year, but I'm glad they. I'm glad I saw it. It was nice to have a break from uh, this. The storyline was very different. Yes, and I uh, appreciated the diversity there and the representation they had. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They're the good folks over at Care of, and they make getting vitamins and supplements easy and hassle-free. They can come right to your door so you don't have to go out shopping or take any kind of risk to go get your vitamins. They come right to you. And what's really nice is that you can take their online quiz and you answer some questions about your diet, your health goals, and your lifestyle. And they recommend the vitamins that will be the most helpful for you. And so for instance, I took the quiz and it only, like I said, it only takes a few minutes and they, we were able to narrow down some things that will help me hopefully with my sleep because that's one of my biggest health problems is that I have a hard time uh, with my sleep uh, issues. And uh, so it's really great. They come to you right to your door and you get these little packets that you, uh, you can take every day. And so if you are, want to put some in your purse or you're traveling or something like that, uh, they're very, very, very easy for you to take. And, uh, and it's just really positive, very personal. There's a great attention to detail. They have great quality that you can see and taste. They focus on quality science and research that goes into each of their products and recommendations. They are, their yummy protein powders are made with wholesome ingredients you can recognize like organic cocoa and pink Himalayan sea salt. I've been really impressed with what I've been sent uh, and what I've tried. And I think that it's something that uh, can help you to, uh, to have more energy, to feel better, depending on the vitamins that you are in need of. So I recommend taking the quiz, getting the vitamins that you need, and, uh, and checking out Care Of. Uh, for 25% off each of your first three months of Care Of, go to takecareof.com slash hallmarkies25. Enter code hallmarkies25. That's 25% off each of your first three months of Care Of. Go to takecareof.com slash hallmarkies25. Enter code hallmarkies25. We had uh, Let It Snow on Netflix for the teens. So that was kind of fun that they got a uh, a movie for them um, all about different high school Netflix. students yeah on Netflix uh, and that had a, a you know a really fun cast uh, it wasn't my favorite but I know a lot of other people really loved it so uh, it's worth mentioning and so yeah it was a, it was a pretty eclectic season I feel like as a whole there was something for almost everybody last year yes which is nice. The, the expansion of storytelling uh, in 2019 was just mind blowing. Um, I was going to tag on uh, a comment about Netflix. Netflix last season did several 
sort of mini series is mm, yeah. completely Christmas. So we're not just seeing a Christmas story, we're seeing a, uh, an ongoing, <laughs> you know, six episode or, or four episode Christmas um, story. Right. How utterly fascinating. Why not? Um, yeah. So the possibilities of holiday storytelling just continue to be pushed. Boundaries are being pushed and, and uh, we're seeing all kinds of new things happening. Yeah, I agree. And also we're kind of seeing sort of series that are starting uh, that are continuing on year from year in Hallmark. Uh, we've got the Evergreen movies yes. each year we can kind of expect. Uh, we've had now two of the Christmas at Graceland movies with different casts, which is, is I think, a, a lot of fun, and I hope they keep doing that. Yes. Mm -hmm. I enjoy that. I also loved my favorite movie period of the whole year last year was the, the um, animated Claus on uh, Netflix. Yes. I just adored this movie. I thought it was so great. And I, I just, I loved, I loved the story. I thought that he was a lot more wounded of a character. The Santa Claus character in the story was a lot more wounded than I was expecting. And so I just really loved his character growth throughout the movie. And I thought it was funny. I thought it was sweet. And I loved the animation. I thought it was beautiful. Yes. Mm -hmm. that's, that's uh clause was definitely a standout last year mm -hmm. yeah if, if we're talking about sort of follow-ups uh yeah. series of movies uh we had angel falls too right yeah that's right yeah we had um christmas and angel falls in 2017 and then last year we had angel falls a novel holiday and this if you remember correctly this has an angel that comes down to the city of angel falls to uh help uh bring the residents together and and so the the follow-up um last year's 2019's angel falls a novel holiday we had a different angel with a new mission and a new cast but it's the same sort of um yeah good point yeah interesting i also there was a sequel to a gift to remember last year that was one of my yes. favorites gift to remember it was cherished memories <laughs> which i thought was done very very well which usually is not the case and there was a, another godwink movie that's right uh, for fans of that series yes. uh, so that was nice um we had a uh, a new remake of lady and the tramp uh which of course starts with a big christmas scene uh on um on disney plus so that was kind of fun and disney plus also had noel yes uh, which wasn't quite as good as I wanted it to be. I was hoping that I would love it, but it was cute enough. <laughs> I did okay. I like Eric. Yeah. Yeah, she was cute. It was. It had. I, I thought it was really funny. The whole uh, email sent out to all the naughty kids, <laughs> like basically, like better luck next year. That made me laugh. <laughs> I thought that was funny, and uh, I I thought that it was. Uh, it was. Just, it was cute. It was cute. It could have been better, but it was cute. Um, and so, yeah, so Disney Plus, hopefully they continue. I mean, we have no idea what we'll get next. And we've got, we'll get this year, but 2021, uh, maybe when we'll get more from a lot of these people because they just haven't been able to shoot. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, there was one that I thought was pretty bonkers. 
uh, was Beauty and the Beast Christmas. <laughs> I don't know if you got this was this movie was kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was I can't say it's a good movie, but I did enjoy watching it. And you know, it, that's over the last, you know, five years, there have been there's been a whole trend of like these reimaginings of these fairy tales turned yeah. into these Christmas romances. And this was just the next yeah because they had done the year before i think the year before they had done a snow white inspired christmas movie so yeah. now this is beauty and the beast and i felt like they were sort of aware of the campiness and how sort of ridiculous it was um i mean they have this they have at one point the guy jumping from a balcony onto the ground and, he, and then they get into a massive fight and it it was it was funny and uh, so i i I enjoyed that one. I mean, when you watch so many of these, you kind of, I think you extra appreciate when one is trying something different, trying something, uh, making you laugh, trying yeah. to think outside the box. Uh, so I think that, that you can be a little more forgiving on maybe some other problems that you, it's that you might do when yeah. you watch so many. It's the same for me. I, yeah. I'm looking for what stands out, what makes it different, and I'm willing to forgive um, certain weaknesses for the risk-taking factor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> um, I liked The Christmas Club. I thought that was a pretty good one from Hallmark uh, with uh, Cameron Matheson and uh, Elizabeth Mitchell. I thought that one was pretty good. I liked the idea of ho ho hot dogs. <laughs> that was my, my favorite thing that it, it contributed to the year. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is funny how they find a way to work Christmas into every single scene. Yeah. Uh, so if there's not a if there's not a garland or tree in the scene, they have a ho ho hot dog vendor uh, in the scene. <laughs> I love that. It's great. <laughs> uh, and i also liked another one i thought was sort of underrated was the road home for christmas uh this was the one with marie osmond and i i don't i thought that it was a nice little in the tradition of sort of the holiday road trip movie uh, mm -hmm. that this was one with marla sokoloff and rob mays they played these mus musicians who are kind of competitors but they end up having to drive together to go home and i thought the banter was pretty witty and well done and they did a good job and that was yeah. an early one in the season yeah uh, but i i liked that one i thought it was fun i liked it too and so that was most of them I'm trying to see if there's any others that was most of my favorites uh of the season um grounded for christmas i liked in the classic tradition of of uh where we're supposed to travel but we're stuck here we can't go <laughs> uh we can't go anywhere and this will be and then they're pretending to be engaged just another trope i love and so that was a fun one uh so yeah there was a lot to enjoy last year there was the christmas jars which got a little theatrical release which was kind of nice to see uh and um I also had fun, even though I wouldn't necessarily say it was like a great movie, but it was neat to see Santa Girl, uh, which was all put on by this, uh, this group of students in Shenandoah College. 
and they got Barry Bostwick to be the Santa, and it's about Santa's daughter going to college, and it's very, very, very low budget, but uh, especially if you watched on YouTube the video of them making it and how much fun they had, because it was really all made by the students, uh, they from the costumes to the lighting production everything and so that was kind of a i thought a fun one especially if you knew that back backstory of how it was made um so there was a there was a ton there was so much <laughs> we could talk all day yes <laughs> yes so some fun questions that uh, these aren't necessarily holiday inspired but you can give holiday answers if you want <laughs> All right. So first question is, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Um, White House cherry. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite color? Orange. Okay. What music are you into right now? Yacht rock. Oh, what's that? Um, <laughs> I've now embarrassed myself. Um, <laughs> it's... Um, Los Angeles, 1970s, 80s, kind of easy rock, light rock, anything oh. from Holland Oates to Kenny Loggins. Like Barry Manilow or something like that? Yeah, England Dan, John Fort Coley, you know, um, Boz Skaggs, just kind of nice. um, soft rock. Um, Great. Like the I kind of music you'd listen to on a yacht. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Good. Captain and Tennille. <laughs> yeah, very good. Okay. What is your go-to date night food? Oh, wait a minute. Ask that again. Uh, your go-to date night food. Pizza. Pizza. Okay. What is your go-to date night activity? A movie. Yeah. We suggest on this podcast going to the uh, movie and then going to dinner. Not dinner and a movie, movie and dinner. Oh. Yeah, because then you can talk about the movie at there dinner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, dogs or cats? Cats. Oh, very good. Okay, uh, beaches or mountains? Mountains. Uh, so, or would you have fancy dress or sweats? Sweats. Okay. Yeah, uh, your favorite holiday, obviously. <laughs> we know. <laughs> it's Christmas. Yeah, I love Christmas. <laughs> yes. Uh, what is your favorite Hallmark movie ever? Oh my goodness. I know, hard. Wow. Or a favorite, if you can't decide. Yeah, I'll say a favorite. <laughs> I, I, I like Journey Back to Christmas with Candace Cameron okay. Frey from uh -huh. 2016. Yeah. I just love time travel. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, if you remember correctly, the character goes from 1945 to 2016 yeah. because of a Christmas comet. Right. And yeah. I don't know, it was quirky. It was yeah. different. I love, I like sci-fi stories and this right. really combined all that's Hallmark and, and something different. And yeah. it always stands out to me. I enjoyed that one as well. I really did. It's kind of bonkers, but it's fun. Yeah. Uh, so I'm with you. I'm with you. More, more, more sci-fi slash time travel via comments, please, Hallmark. That would be great. I'm there. Yeah. Yes. I'm totally tuning in. Yes. Well, thank you so much. This was great. This was so much fun to catch up and, 
and uh, and get a chance to talk with you. And uh, why don't you tell people where they can get your book and uh, where they can follow you on social media, all that fun stuff. Absolutely. You can find my book at 1701press. That's 1701press.com or on Amazon. And you can find me on social media, um, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as Tis a Season TV. Great. And we'll have all that in the description section. Make sure you're following Joanna. She's awesome. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of her social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And also you can follow the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies, po- Hallmarkies Podcast, all of her social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. That helps us so much. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that as well. And we have our patron group, which is really fun. And we talk about all of these fun films. And so please take a look at that. And then we also have our merch store, which has tons of holiday inspired designs ready for Christmas in July for you to enjoy. So please take a look at that as well. And thanks again, Joanna. This was great. And uh, yeah, we'll have to touch base again once we get closer to the holidays and see what we have. It's going to be interesting to see what we end up what we end up with yes thank you rachel (laughs) this has been a great conversation yes thanks all right we'll talk to you later merry christmas everybody merry christmas in july